now to your regularly scheduled program. Hey everybody, this is Josh Martin. And I'm Marty Hyde. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the Tattoos and Jesus podcast. I am very happy to be here. Here at TNJ, we seek to blend the righteous with the ridiculous. Please explain. We discuss coffee, counseling, Christianity, and whatever else crosses our mind. We hope you enjoy it. Okay, let's go. Welcome back. Jingle bells, jingle bells. We going straight into it? Welcome back to uh, Christmas Caroling with Marty and Josh. We would just like you to know that you can reach out to Lars23 on SweetWeat at Yahoo.com for your $10 donation. We wish you a Merry Christmas. To keep us running. We wish you a Merry Christmas. If you feel like God is calling you to donate money, please. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Welcome to the Christmas episode, Joshua. Look. We've made it another year. Another year down in the books. Is this year? I don't even know. Is this year two? Full two years? When did we start the podcast? No, it's not a full two years. We 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 didn't start it. No, we didn't start it in January. Two and a half years. Because we're all like 120. Yeah. But another Christmas down. It's our third Christmas. It is. Third Christmas. And you know what that means? It is time to wrap it up. Mm. This is... This is... Okay, we'll just we'll just, we'll just let it unfold. I was gonna say my rap this year mm-hmm. is pretty slanted. Because every year we've used it. I don't even know if people listen to the Christmas episode because it comes out the week before Christmas, and everyone is like so busy. And so we, I don't even know if it'll be shorter. Our goal is to make it shorter, but we kind of just do like a, a in like nice little package, little package, little package wrapped episode. That's right. It's mainly for just me and Marty. But if you care about listening, yes. Because every year we've pretty much done the same thing. We've looked at the stats, right? Like, because it's like it's trendy. Like, I didn't hear much about it this year. Last year, everyone was posting. This is my Spotify rap. This is my Apple Music rap, where it kind of summarizes your your year. music highlights. And so the cool thing is Spotify, which is the site that hosts our podcasts. Yeah. Um, they do a podcast version. So, I. I have You've already laid it. eyes on this bad boy. I have boy. not. And so I'm going to see if Marty can guess what our Spotify <sighs> podcast wrapped was for the year. Okay. Tattoos and Jesus, your wrapped is here. Let's go. In 2023, Marty Height, people were really, really feeling what you do. <laughs> is that what it said? <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> Also, shout out. I know I mentioned this last week. Josh Hyatt sent me a screenshot. Top 9%. Appreciate you, dog. Uh, let's see. Let's take it from the top. Speaking of top, your mm-hmm. top episode was. Did you already see it when you logged no. on? What? Don't look at it. I don't, I, I don't even know what episodes we've done. What would you guess? I didn't, I, I didn't guess that this was our top episode. Our top my, episode this year? My guess would be it's top episode as far as like clicks or plays. I'm not real sure, but. I wouldn't have guessed it. You could have asked me. I wouldn't have guessed it. Yeah. Um, Your podcast three weeks ago about hell and ultimate reconciliation. It has taken off. It has taken off. It is the fastest streaming episode that has taken off that that is not an interview. Yeah. This has taken off. That's not not it? Nope. Episode 93. 93? Does 93 ring a bell for you? No. Okay. (laughs) It does not. Spiritual disciplines are empowering, edifying, and empty. That's the one that took off? Top episode of the year. It's a great episode. It's a great title. 
I don't even know what the episode was. We talked about spiritual disciplines being somewhat empowering, but also somewhat empty. Okay. Yeah. You just read the (laughs) title again. (laughs) But we talked about how, like, we get so consistent that it becomes useless. Yeah, 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 yeah. You mentioned, like, how you use prayer as a transition, but don't really. Oh, that's right. I was talking about how, like, I felt guilty because I prayed as a transition with really something zero, zero desire to pray. Yeah. So that was top episode. Okay. It was streamed 164% more than your average episode. 164% five listens (laughs) (laughs) okay what else we got let's hear it for the new fans new fans we did have a lot of new newbies 69% of your listeners uh, discovered you in 2023 really yeah so So we 69 of our regular listeners but our listeners haven't went up a lot so we've lost a lot (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we've gained and lost. Uh, that's a big jump. It's part though. of a business. That's. I mean, it sounds like we've reached Very over fifty percent more. Right, sixty nine percent, seventy percent more of our listeners are discovered us in twenty twenty three. Damn, it's that marketing we do. Mm, Got to be. Seventeen um, percent of your new listeners started on one episode. So seventeen, like the same this episode. This is the hook episode. In. That brought them what in episode? and kept them. Can you guess? Yours? No. Which one? 66. That rings a bell. Crazy Bible Stories and Supernatural Powers. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. So that 17% of one. our new listeners were hooked on that one. Yeah. That's where I don't understand titles. Like, we've done research. We've even had consultation calls with, with podcast experts. And, like, w- s- some of them will say, you want your, your the title to be clear. Because based on what's that formula they use, it's basically like if they do a Google search and they want to know, you know, I want to know my theology of, you know, baptism. They just they want the title to be one of those things that populate at the top. So they like just make it clear, don't make it catchy. Then there's the other hand of like you make a title catchy and people want to listen to it. So this is my theory: catchy titles are good for people that follow us. Clear titles are good for catching people that we haven't. Yeah, through just like searches. I agree. That's a good. That's a good summary. You should charge people to meet virtually through telehealth to tell them that. What are you talking about? Because that's basically what that guy was trying to do with us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, we are consistently streamed in blank countries. How many? Thirty-two. Six. Close though. Consistently. Oh, consistent. Consistently. I was gonna say we've yeah. we've been streamed in like thirty some countries. No, no, no. Yeah, not not one place. Cons- consistently listen to in six. In six. Man. Consistently. Hey, shout out Casey though. Yeah. She's the OG foreign listener girl. Yep. Yep. She is. She sent us some coffee. Uh, we really appreciate you. That if was you this still year. listen. That was this year. Tell us an update. Uh, yeah, because it still shows up. Like she's, and then she sent us a, a note or something one time. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So it apparently has pulled some data and is going to list what other tastes our listeners have. Okay. What else are they into? What else are y'all into? If you don't agree, then please. Nobody's going to answer that question. Email us because we'd love to know. Okay. Top three genres that your listeners usually listen to. Okay. I'm scared right now. Religion and spirituality. Yes. Society and culture. Yes. Number three. If you had to guess, what would it be? Um, 
insatiable humor. No shot. What? True crime. True crime? True crime. I we think do talk that's about, everybody's top three. Yeah, we do talk everyone about everyone listens though. to true crime. It does music music genres as well. What like our listeners? Our it says your listeners top music. Hey, genres. listen, if you're listening to us right now, just know y'all are being followed. Yeah, y'all, y'all. There's some data being you. Pulled. You clicked accept when they said, "Can we follow cross platform?" You know, yep. when you download an app, yep. they're like, "This app would like to track your activity this is across it. different." This platforms. is where it comes to you. People clicked yes. I clicked no on that. I don't want them cross track. I don't want cross pollination. I don't want targeted ads. Well, that's true. CCM. Is number one. CCM, like contemporary Christian music? Yeah. Shout out. Number two is rap. Rap? I, yeah, rap. Just says rap. Okay. Three is pop. Pop. So I mean, That's everything it, but country. Yeah, which is, <laughs> I love that. I love that. Thank you all for that. Your listeners definitely told their th- their friends about you. So they're also, after, this is getting a little bit so creepier as we're going conversations. Uh, It's getting creepier as I go along. Does it say any quotes that they told their <laughs> friends about us? Yeah. Your podcast was shared all over. 91% was a direct link. Okay. And that was from us to our friends. <laughs> yeah. 7% was through text. Okay. 2% was WhatsApp. WhatsApp, okay. Oh, that that's used internationally a lot. Yes. Okay. Um, your listeners' top online purchases. Is this real? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, that would be wild. From uh, Timu. That would be that would be an interesting. No, it just said <laughs> your podcast rating was a five zero. On across the board, nobody rated us lower than a five zero. For those who we'll spent time, we have like three ratings <laughs> to spend time. Are you a gardener? A gardener? Yes. No. Because your podcast saw some nice growth this year. <laughs> I knew you'd love that. Eighty five percent of your podcast was streamed in the restroom. Twenty two, twenty two percent were <clears throat> increase in followers. Twenty two percent increase. Okay, dude. You know what? Shout out Anna Claire Yelton, my pastor's daughter, AC, right? She t- So I teach this like high school and young adult Sunday school class. A few weeks ago, she's like, Marty, I'm going to be honest with you. She said, um, like, I live on uh, your your podcast and Theo Vaughn. Really? I said, can I get a quote of that? Can I? She's like, yeah, all I listen to is your podcast and Theo Vaughn's podcast. Uh-huh. And I said, can you please? Go on our reviews and write. Hey, um, I couldn't live without tattoos and Jesus and Theo Vaughn's podcast. Put us in the see if we can like we're on the same level. Top fans listen to you two and a half more times than any other listeners. Obviously, fifty-two percent joined you for the first time this year. And let's zoom out for our final. (sighs) Yeah, let's get to the end of this thing. That's dumb. That's not even a stat. Thank you for sharing. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing. All, all that build up for thank you for sharing. That's Speaking cool. Thank you for sharing. Okay. All right. Well, hey, guys, listen to our listeners. We really appreciate you guys. Like, Josh and I started this podcast just for kicks and giggles. Like, like we were like, as long as we are having fun and we enjoy the process, we'll do it. Um, along the way, some people have joined in with us and listen each week. And we appreciate y'all. Um, and a handful of y'all reach out consistently. We're on some group texts. We'll get random messages. 
And so that's always really cool to like know that people enjoy at least some of the topics that we bring up. So, Theo, we, get over. So to be to be honest, yeah, we I'm not gonna you know we're not a hundred percent set on this yet, but we do have a big announcement coming soon. Um, that would be. Are you we, talking about tomorrow's phone call? Yes. I don't think we need to announce that though. No, I'm not. I'm saying we do have. Um, a, a big announcement coming. I'm not going to say yeah. who it is. Just yeah. know that we are talking to a few people and talking to someone that's You're possibly listening. coming on and that we're possibly going to be interviewed. Yeah. And we're really excited about it. We're really excited about it. It's not, not Theo Vaughn. It's not, not Joe Rogan, but it's close. Yeah. So it's going to be a good time. It's the um, Dale Jr. download. That would be something. You would lose your mind. I would. All right, Marty. All right, so Moving on. real quick, we've already spent way too much money time on this rap thing. But each year, we typically look at our music wrapped. And so real quick, while we're on the topic of wrapping up the year, because everybody always looks at this and will post, like, I don't think we need to go through all of it. No, nah, yeah. I Tell got a me, few highlights. What is, uh, where does it, it say? All right, what was your total music listened to, like length? What do you mean? Like how many minutes did you listen? Because you destroy me in this category. Do you know how to find it? Yes, ask me to log in like a thousand times. Come on, ma'am. Um, to- what's your total minutes? Oh, I'm pulling this up. 7,714. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's, uh, it's, not, it's okay. 7,000's pretty good, right? I think you're see. more like in the 30,000 range. I don't think so. Do you, do you know what you're doing over there? Yeah, it kicked me out. How did it kick you out? I don't know. I don't know, though. They kicked me out, though. Um, are you currently not letting me in. But Are you serious? Yeah. Um, and everybody who... Do you get a bunch of crap for playing for being Apple Music? No, why? I get a bunch of crap from, first of all, Josh Hyatt, who is one of our listeners. Idiot. And my wife. Freaking idiot. Oh, we're good. Oh, yeah, never mind, Marty. 22,134 minutes. I told you. You beat you're three times higher than me. What so, are you, what are we supposed to be listening to? Spotify? Yeah, they're big Spotify people. Do they pay for it? Mm-hmm. Why would I pay for Spotify when I pay for Apple Music? I'm saying like they they're saying Spotify is superior to Apple Music. Yeah, I've listened okay. to 562 different artists this year. I've oh hold on, 562. Yeah, I'm at 268. 268. All right. All right. Who who was your number one? I'm gonna see if I can guess your number one. You're not gonna guess my number one, Hardy. That's a good guess. I think that was last. But he guess. he was number he's dropped to number six. Uh, need to breathe. Need to breathe was number two. Mm. You will not guess my number one artist this year. Really? I'll tell you this. He's uh call it independent outlaw country. Um, independent Luke Holmes. You're an idiot. He is literally the definition of like country music right now. Oh, uh, Sam Hunt. Zach Bryan. Oh yeah, true. He was your he was your top one last year. No, he wasn't. Was he? Two years ago. Two years ago. Zach Bryan? No. Oh, that no, was Zach Bryan. That was Zach Brown. My bad. Zach Brown. I actually was. do listen to Zach Bryan. Zach, he's, he's one of the only ones that I listen good. to. He's good. I like him. He's fine. Well, who was your top artist? Dominated. Kanye Dom- West. No, dominated. Noah Khan. Noah. Oh yeah, I should have guessed him. Two thousand. Talking about that guy for minutes. six months. No, two thousand and two hundred minutes. See, Zach Bryant, I have him for 1,200 minutes. That's pretty good. What no was your time. top song? I played what? 
You're going to go far by Norcom. Mine was 5th of May by Zach Bryan. Dick Season Deluxe album is probably my most played album of the year by far. See, my my album was not Zach Bryan. Who's the new album Caves by Need to Breathe. Oh, top album. I played Stick Season 276 times. I played Caves 168. Yeah. That's what it says. There was one genre you came back to. Um hip hop. Top genres, top plays. Okay, you want to hear something crazy? Top playlists. My second, Zach Bryan, was number one. Like, that's the top playlist. However, number two is a playlist that I added a month ago. And it's already at my number two playlist for the year. What's that? Christmas Essentials. Oh, my god! Essentials Christmas. Whatever. They have a 24-7 Christmas radio station now, apparently. Yeah, of course they, they do. Out. Duh. Uh, so, anyway. Yeah. There you go. 10,000 minutes. Um, and I'll go ahead and tell you. Go look up the song 5th of May. Or Oklahoma Smoke Show, both by Zach Bryan. Love those songs. They're great Noah songs. Noah Khan's on a song with Zach Bryan. Nobody cares about Noah Khan. With Zach Bryan. Oh, then it might be good. It's all. It's called Sarah's Place. You would actually like Noah Khan. Yeah, I don't dislike him. I've listened to He's him. Good. He's top nine. He's on SNL. I like him, I like him better Dude. when he like actually puts on a show and doesn't cancel it once you get to Charleston. I think that's more on the venue, to be oh, honest yeah. with you. Okay. We looked up his tickets now, and they're about 500 apiece. Because he was on SNL two weeks ago, Jack, and it he's up. he yeah he you can't you can't really can't really get in touch with him right now. Don't you try to call him? Shoot him a little text, a little texty. I wish texty with your bestie. Dave Matthews was number three since his new. Album he came, came out with out. a new album, didn't he? Yeah, Drake's still at number two. Shut up. But just a little taste of what what we are. You know, you you always know somebody by their music to a certain degree. Did you know? Have, I may have said this last year. I had a youth pastor that I was working with in counseling, and he was doing like interviews. He was looking for a job, and as part of the application process, they wanted the, him to send his uh, Spotify top playlist, top plays, to just to see what type of music he was listening to as part of the application process to work at a church. Which I thought was a bit like intrusive, but also probably incredibly insightful. Not if you based it off of that. No. No, but if it shows up and it's like the worst music you've ever heard in your life and it says played 5,000 times, it's so like, where's my, the headspace of this guy? My my playlist, basically. That's but correct. sometimes there's years where nothing comes out, Christian-wise. Yeah. Because yeah. that's how it was like last year. It was a lot more Christian music because a lot more Christian music came out. Yeah. This year, I couldn't even tell you a Christian album that came out that I listened to consistently outside of uh, King's Kaleidoscope. King's Kaleidoscope. Oh, they're good. Uh, yeah, there's not. I listened to Brandon Lake's album for a little while, but yeah. I didn't love it. It's just a couple songs I liked. Yeah. So I don't know. All right, but Marty, big reveal. We got a we got big news. We are ending this year with some massive updates. Like this isn't the 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 guest we might have next year. This is monumental. Are you cutting to a previous yes, episode right I now? I think I should. Uh, especially since I have longer than normal to edit this podcast. All right. Real quick, y'all go and listen to this short clip where I give you an update on fantasy 2 weeks ago or 3 weeks ago, however many weeks ago. And go ahead and listen now. All right. Here's... 
Josh, I want you to. Uh, so last week, last night actually, last night, yes, was the conclusion of the regular season in fantasy. Mm-hmm. I had a at the like the what we do the clip we just listened to. I think I had a three or a four percent chance of making the playoffs. If you listen to the podcast two weeks ago, that that number doubled to eight percent. So going into the last regular season week, right. I had an 8% chance that somehow became 12% of making it to the playoffs. Please update our listeners on what transpired this past weekend. I honestly don't know how. we 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 What we said in, in Just, two weeks ago podcast is probably what happened. But mm-hmm. Marty woke up this morning. I, well, first of all, let me ask you this. Because I woke up. I woke Just up. tell them the news, to man. To a text from Marty. Yeah. That said, you woke up to this. Yeah, I mean, you sit in at like five o'clock. No, you didn't. You sit in at like s- close to six. I woke up at six, and it was. It said forty minutes ago. <laughs> it said, "I made it. I freaking made it." At five twenty-four a.m., <laughs> Marty made it into the fantasy football playoffs when I he had a three percent chance. I had a. Th- Three or Even four. going into yeah. last weekend, Chad had like a ninety some percent, ninety three percent chance. Yeah, and I beat him. Yep, Marty. I hate fantasy so much. And if you listen to the past two episodes or that little snippet, Marty was completely just lamenting like lamenting life. This sucks. It's over. Because I was a hundred percent convinced, for good reason, or I guess I should say ninety seven percent convinced that. The glimmer of hope that I had was going to end in disappointment. But since there's a chance, I'm going to hold out a little bit of hope. But it paid off. You are in the playoffs. And you predicted that I'm going to make it to the championship. I thought if you made it in, that you would make it to the championship. Do you still stand behind that? If you win this week, you have a good shot. You're playing the number one team. Yes. Rocco. But I have been scoring consistently in the top two to three every week for the last month. It would be wild. This may be a snippet in three three or four weeks, but what would be even crazier is if this 3% turned into you winning it all. Oh, my goodness. On your second year. Now, if you make it, if we make it, because we're in separate brackets. Yeah. So if it ends up it being, be I don't think you. I'm going to make it, but if, if it ends up being me versus you, oh. we got to watch it. This would be amazing. Sunday ticket. We got to watch it. We got oh, to sit down. Have to. And we're going to have to just this let is, it happen. This is probably one of the most wildest things that's happened to me in recent years. In recent years. In recent years. Because basically what, happen, what had to happen is it couldn't default. Because, you know, normally when there's a tie, you know, it defaults to the person who, like, who won in the head-to-head matchup during the year. Yeah. But what we had to have is we had to have a cacophony – of chaos. Yeah, chaos had to happen. So that the head-to-head win-losses no longer mattered. And that's exactly what happened. Because Chad lost, I won, and t- two Matt other won. guys. Matt won, and that, I think that was Ray it. Ray won. Ray won. So there's so a four-way there was tie. four-way mm-hmm. tie at five and nine. Yeah. Right? It was mm-hmm. a four-way tie at five and nine. So I think what happened, based on your research... It's because there was a four-way tie. It defaulted to points, points. earned and mm-hmm. points lost, points for and four points against. And 
I significantly against those four guys, like significantly on the year, had more points scored on me and outscored them by like 150 points combined. And I think that's why I won the tiebreaker. It's it's incredible. You beat, yeah. So it was a, yeah, like you said, it was a four-way tie. A four-way and tie. And you outscored Matt, who won the highest score this week. Yeah, by a score by like 150 by points. By 30. 30? That's it? You only beat him by 30. Yes. So, because Matt was texting me. That's because he set the bar he low. Like, he was only in it for $10. He, yeah. So, if you, if Matt would have scored more than 30, he would have gotten, he would have gotten. He would have gotten, yeah, because that makes sense. Yep. And the bad thing is, is he lost off a guy that he traded to you. That's correct. That's the thing is my, probably my best trade of the season. I gave him tight end Ferguson, which was a great for him. Yeah. He's a great scorer. But I got a chain and a lave who both have done very well. It's it's uh it's we'll 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 keep it posted. I mean so, this could be this could be short lived. It's gonna be a yeah. Or it could it could really you you if I if you weren't going against the number one team, I would say you and Rocco probably have the best teams. But yes. you're facing each other. Yes. But then you got Grayson. And fantasy is so crazy. Now that it's it's basically you, you know, you lose and you're out. Yeah, oh, at it's this over. point. Once it reaches and the so playoffs, it's it's irrelevant. This is where it's crazy because I have a team that can put up hundred and fifty points. But every single week, it's crazy because you never know. Somebody could get hurt. Somebody just has a bad performance. One team does better. Like, there's no consistency. Like, having great players improves your chances for sure. But it's still radically inconsistent. And what's crazy is sometimes great, good things happening on the field translates to bad fantasy. Mm -hmm. Like, two weeks ago, when Dallas mopped the floor. Who'd they mop the floor with? two weeks last Monday night or whatever it was Eagles Eagles I think it was the Eagles yeah they put up like because they were doing so well they quit they they quit playing like they you go yeah. back to just a, a like they're not putting up to CD let's just run the ball run the ball run the ball like you start incorporating other players who don't get a lot of playing time and so fantasy like playing great sometimes playing poorly helps fantasy and so it's very unpredictable and erratic but hey, listen. Next year, we'll hear how this. How does it feel? Oh man! So that's what happened. So I normally get up at five fifteen. This morning I wasn't because my son was getting an award at school, so I was just staying home. I normally go to the gym, and so I was. My alarm was set for six or six thirty or something. But I still naturally woke up at five fifteen because that's what I'm used to. And so I woke up at 5.15, and I like checked my clock, and it said 5.15. I was like, oh, okay, it's 5.15. Let me go back to sleep. But as soon as I saw that it was 5.15, the first thought in my mind was, fantasy's been updated. And I was like, Marty, it doesn't matter. Like, Just go back to sleep. Wake up in an hour. <clears throat> I couldn't. My That's adrenaline right. started pumping. And like, the more I tried to go to sleep, the more wide awake I became until I was like, I've got to check it. And I checked it, and I pulled it up, and I saw that I won last night. And I was like, all right, step one, check. And, and, and I click over to the full, the full list, and there was an X next to my name, and I didn't know what it meant just because I'm half asleep. And so I scroll to the bottom, and it says clinched. And I scroll over, and it says 100% you're in. And I was like, mind blown. And then I click back to my page, my roster page, and this giant thing says, congratulations, you're in the playoffs. 
Man. How do you feel? I mean, you, I mean, champ. So now that you're champ. in the playoffs, this is where yeah. I still remember last year. I feel deserving. people that will, you feel, will hate. Yeah. And there was people. there will be people that you love at the end of this run. Yes. I'm still – Devontae Adams got me two points last year. I end up losing the game, the match, by five points. The next week I beat the champion because I was going to the championship if I would have won. I beat the champion by over 40 points. But I had already lost. So I was out. So somebody yeah. else won. If you had just Zane won. ended up winning. Yeah. But Devontae Adams just <clears throat> goose egged yeah. me. So now Sunday, this is what you're going to feel. Saturday, too. There's three games Saturday. Yeah. There's six games, seven games Sunday, game Monday. So you're going to have a weekend full of fantasy football playoffs. Yeah. That you're going to be I won't checking. Be, I won't be watching the games, probably. We'll see. I will have the app open. Refreshing it constantly, right? But you may, you may. I mean, it's your. So I was looking at your team. I was looking at your team that you had. Yeah. And uh, assuming that you don't change anybody, which I don't think you will, you have a really good team. Yeah. Your current. Um, I always check the times because I always like to see if there's a build up. Did you see my text in the group? Yeah. So everybody who knows the podcast knows my distaste for Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Our friend Dylan. Picked up Trevor Lawrence and is starting him at fantasy football quarterback against me this week in the playoffs. That's, if I lose to Trevor amazing. Lawrence and fantasy football on top of everything that's happened this year, I will I, like my hate cannot grow any more stronger. Than I love you, guy. Dylan. Um, so you have a four on Sunday, yeah. a one, a one, a four, a one, a one, a one, a one, a one. Yeah, all Sunday. Your matchup is all Sunday. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about any of no. the Saturday games. No, but who's my matchup? For yourself. Rocco. Who's who? When's he playing? Rocco is four four one Monday night. DK Metcalf. No. Sunday night, Zay Jones. If he keeps him in, he may not keep him in. Sunday night, Evan Ingram. Four one Sunday night, Justin Tucker. So all my guys will have played before he really. You even. will know your total. That sucks. I like having his total before my total. You will have your total. I want to know what I'm chasing. Before the, the uh, to be 100% honest with you, it's going to come down to that last game Monday night. Yeah. DK Metcalf. So here's what's funny. And you'll be pulling. That's so awesome, though, because you'll be sitting there pulling for every throw to not go to him. Like, yeah. it's going to be it's going to be. But here's the thing. I don't have any faith in DK Metcalf right now because Geno's hurt. He had 13 last week. Yeah, I, I'm okay with 13. And then he had 41 the week before. That's what I'm not okay with. <laughs> yeah. But Gino is uh, possibly coming back this week. All right, listen. We, nobody else wants to hear all about fantasy. Maybe. You had – okay, to wrap up, just to redeem this episode, you had a really weird observation about fantasy you told me you wanted to share. R.I.P. Justin Herbert. Um, so, yeah, sorry. Um. So, I had a thought. Yeah. Mario texted me this morning. I'm in. I'm freaking in. And I started thinking. I was like, all right. So, what's – there's a lot of people out here who play fantasy football. Probably may or may not listen to our podcast. But there's a lot of people out here that also just play games. Play games. They watch sports. Everything that seems to be somewhat chance or somewhat, you yeah. know, not rigged, hopefully. Um but seem kind of irrelevant to our lives in the sense of spiritually speaking. Sure. God's plan, God's will, God's sovereignty, all this. So I was thinking, like, with you making it, like, you're 3%. Like, because it's honestly, 
I don't want to spiritualize it because I feel like that's just that to me it just feels weird. Could it be like a message to somebody? Sure. Could it be like a sermon? Sure. Are but you saying like is God involved? Yeah, like in my three percent being a hundred percent. I can see I can see people taking this story. Yeah. Because this happens all the time with people. They take take an the story obscure event and spiritualize it. And say, God ha- was really present. Yeah. And God has really moved in my life because and then they name whatever it is. I did pray over my fantasy app last weekend. Maybe it was. <laughs> Maybe it was. But I'm just wondering, like, does God care about fantasy football? Yeah. That was the question I landed on. Does God really care about fantasy football to get you in? Well, here's my question. 3%. Even beyond that, like what is the what is the extent of God's sovereignty? Right. Like, is he actually involved in all of these things right. that translate to all what seems like minor, chance becoming true? Right. Is all that what you're saying? Details. Yeah. Like, the <sighs> minor stuff. Because it's, it's a tough question. It's not going to be, you know, something that you probably, we probably land on. Yeah. But the two thoughts that thought. came to my head, the first one was, not with maybe fantasy football, but in life, we do like to create meaning where it doesn't exist like oh i think god is trying to tell me this or i think this or that i think it's solely for one reason we do not like to feel out of control or uncertain in certain situations and so we will try to create meaning or significance or insight where it doesn't exist to make us feel more comfortable in making the change or the decision that we're making Mm. and so i think we try to create it to ease our own anxieties Instead of just trusting God is in it, he is working, and we just trust that he is working, and we'll make it clear, we try to and, and have our peace found in the fact that we believe God is working in our lives. Instead, we still allow, us to allow anxiety to be present because we don't know the result yet, and so we create meaning when it doesn't exist to help, I guess, just kind of subdue the anxiety that's overriding us. However... The question of like, uh, I mean, what was your, th- I mean, did you have a thought on if, because here's, I guess my thought is, <clears throat> what is chance? Chance is when I don't know the result of something that I know is going to take place and I'm trying to predict it. It's only chance because it's uncertain to me. And so I guess my thought was, it's not chance. Because God already knows the outcome, whether or not he's involved in it or not. Like he's aware of what will happen, but because I'm not aware yet, it's it's a game of chance to me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Different perspectives. <clears throat> like that's no different than even if it is rigged, even if like say horse racing, even if it's rigged, the people showing up to watch don't know how it's rigged. Yeah. They don't know what so it's still chance to them. Right. Now, they want the chance to be the pure skill of the horse, the preparation of the horse, right? And there's variables they take into place. But even if people are like, all right, this week, blue horse wins. Yeah. Right? Like, you still don't know. So it's still a game of chance. It's just variables you didn't know you needed to account for. Right. I guess it challenges away, like, our view of how God is, is interacting in the world and in our lives like yeah that's where it gets for me it's like god allows a lot of things to happen free yeah. will versus sovereignty that whole we're not gonna go down that rabbit hole but like you know there's an element of free will that i think god just allows to happen because i think free will is more of a as a divine gift in a way where it's like 
this is this is a part of being made in the image of God. It's like you have a free yeah. will to know good and evil now, and you have a free will to choose what that yeah. is. But I don't know in how far that goes, yeah. and I don't want to attach that to something minor like fantasy football. But you don't yeah. you don't really know like because we always preach like God is always present. He's always yeah. in the details. He's always in this and that. And so I can see how people take certain things in their lives spiritualize it and then say that God is in control and God is sovereign over like somebody could say God was sovereign yeah. over me getting in fantasy football and that just it just it's hard for me to get there but I don't know why it wasn't really like a I didn't really come up with a with an answer and, and so I just had me thinking like and at the end of the day I think it's just one of those ambiguous realities that no matter how we conceptualize it theologically we'll never know an answer yeah. We know that God is sovereign. He's all-knowing. He's all-present. Like He is all those things. We know that some things matter a lot and some things matter a little. How much interaction does he have with, you know, how does he find that balance? We also know as humans, we have free will. We have the ability to make uh, decisions. Right. Whether that's a false perception or reality. Yeah. I think, you know. To us. It's, we have all of those things. How those ingredients are thrown in the bag, shaked up, and poured out. Not a hundred percent sure, but it's an interesting because it, it it touched and like I said, we're not going to go into deep topics. If y'all want to, yeah. hey, shoot us an email. Let us know. Hey, dive into that. But like, cause you could do the same thing with like evil yeah. and suffering. You know, it's it's the same concept except for on the other end all of right, the spectrum. So, all right, you you told me you said you don't want to over spiritualize fantasy football, but if I'm being honest, and we're going to wrap up here, I hate to admit this, but fantasy football this year actually convicted me spiritually okay because and uh, so and here's why i was i was a hundred percent i i really enjoyed it when it went my way but anytime it didn't go my way i wanted to delete the app and give up on it like i i had no stick-to-itiveness to it now i kept showing up i kept playing but i remember thinking how spoiled are you that the moment something doesn't go your way it's stupid or it's not fair, right? I felt like a toddler. Mm-hmm. And so I genuinely had the thought, Marty, you need to play this season just as like a spiritual discipline. That sounds stupid of like, stop being so wrapped up in something that doesn't matter and being so selfish that if the results don't fall your way, it's stupid. Yeah. Well, that's fair. And then turn around and I just kept showing up, kept doing the best that I could. And I freaking made the playoffs. No, I don't think, do I think God wanted that to happen? No. But I do think, like, in that moment, it was like this light bulb moment, too, of, like, just keep showing up and doing stuff and stop deciding so much based on your emotions. And it's like, if I feel like it, it's true. If I don't feel like it, it's worthless. And, I mean, yeah. it was just, I don't know, it's kind of weird. So, basically, <clears throat> which is a good point. I'm glad you shared that. Like, Regardless if God is behind it or not, there's a lesson that can be taken yeah. from it. Because I literally thought, things, this probably. isn't fair. Yeah. Life's not fair. Yeah. So, anyway. So, take a lesson from it. If you don't know, yeah. see what the lesson is. Well. Interesting. Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas. Happy welcome, New Year. Welcome to three three seasons. Three, three Christmas seasons. Christmas seasons. Now, on the pod. I got you a Christmas gift. Did you really? Yeah. Thanks. It's a kiss. Do you want it now or later? I'll take it now. <laughs> yeah, you didn't expect that. That would have been, been wild. JK, guys. JK. Um, All right. So, taking the week of Christmas off. 
probably take in the beginning of January off, let everybody get reset in the year, but look for the 2024 season of TNJ to drop sometime in mid-January. Yeah. We've already got some cool interviews lined up, some cool opportunities. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you enjoyed last week's interview, and y'all have a wonderful, blessed, merry Christmas season. Yeah. I've fully enjoyed another season of yeah. TNJ. Um, we... I'm excited about next year. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot I think that it's I feel pop like pop off. I feel like there's a lot ahead. Yeah. So, um, and share. Like, if you had your own, I know we read this, but if you had your own personal favorite topics episodes, mm-hmm. like we need more feedback from y'all to know what to do and what not to do. Yeah, like if you really enjoyed, because I mean, we would have never picked out the podcasts that were no that were listed. But we don't. We also don't hear from anybody to know that they really enjoyed those. Yeah. So reach out. All right, guys. Until next year, mm. y'all behave yourselves. Holla. Thanks for joining us on another episode of TNJ. Don't forget to check out the links to any of our guests in the show description. And check out tattoosandjesus.org for additional show information or to submit your questions, comments, or curse words.